the salt of the earth with JQ Dickinson Saltworks, a podcast that highlights the craftsmanship of small producers throughout Appalachia. Before we begin this month's episode, I would like to provide a special shout out to Carson Shannon, local West Virginian musician who created the original piece that you hear during the credits of our podcast. Thank you, Carson. I'm your host, Megan Easter, and this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Abby Bingaman here at JQ Dickinson Saltworks in Malden, West Virginia. Hi, Abby. How are you today? Hi, Megan. Doing good. All right. Abby works here at JQD, and Abby, why don't you give us a little history about you? What, where did you come from? How did you get here? <laughs> well, I um, started out, I went to South Charleston High School, grew up around here, um, after I graduated, I decided to go to culinary school because food was always my favorite thing in the whole world. Food's important. Yes. And so I ventured down to Charleston, South Carolina. Beautiful city. Yes. Where, um, the Johnson and Wales used to be located. It is now in Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was a great place to start out my chef career, um, starting out by, you know, school, went to school for two years and studied just basic culinary. But my favorite part was always baking and pastry. I decided not to do baking and pastry because it didn't pay as well, but... <laughs> But it's the best part, the best tasting part. It, it is. But if you know how to do both culinary and baking and pastry, then you might get paid more. Ah, uh, making yourself more valuable. Yes. And so I, after I graduated, of course, I worked through school. Had a couple hotels and restaurants, Magnolia's. Um, was my main job down there where I did catering and private dining and just working the line. I helped in the pastry shop. It's a lot of hard work. Oh, it was, it was a lot. And, um, so after that, I got to the point in my life where I needed to either, I needed to move somewhere. I needed either to move away or I needed to move in by myself or and those West Virginia Hills started calling you home didn't they? Yes my family called me home just because I liked them a lot and came home and that's when I started um, researching places that I could possibly work here and at the time um, Soho's was opening so I helped Bill Sohovich open that place. That's down at uh, Capital Market here yes. in Charleston, West Virginia. Okay. Yes. And always a hop in place whenever I venture down that way. Yes, always. And so from there I just continued on with um, working in restaurants and doing my own thing. I always, you know, when people would contact me and ask me if, you know, I'd bake them a cake or I'd make them a pie, do that for Christmas and Thanksgiving a lot. Um, it's a busy, busy. You went a lot of places. And then, so what exactly is it that brought you here 
to JQD because you got here uh, about when? When did you join our team? I believe it was February of 2019, about. Okay. And I did not even know where to begin with doing what I do with the wholesale. Yeah, so what exactly is it that you do here at JQD? So I, I manage all the wholesale accounts, restaurant and retailers all over the country. Mm-hmm. And I also make the caramel sauce. Oh, that caramel sauce. Everybody loves the caramel sauce. So the caramel sauce, Nancy was approached many a times. She would make small batches of that at home in her kitchen and take it with us when we would do food shows and little trade shows just to have people sample our salt because that was just always a, an easy way to get people who are unfamiliar with our products to sample them. And people would always say, oh, well, how do I buy this caramel sauce? And Nancy didn't want to make that. So she ended up getting suckered into making it because it was such a hit. But she didn't have time to make it all the time. So then you came along and make this caramel sauce. So what exactly, we call it our traditional burnt caramel sauce. And what is so special about what we make and, and why are people clamoring for it? Well, the ingredients, I would say, and the recipe are both top of the line. We get the organic unsalted butter. We also use Snowville Heavy Cream, which is right over in Pomeroy, Ohio. So it's super local, super fresh. Um, we picked that up down at Corey Brothers. And those cows that that live out there, they are treated primo notch. Uh, yes. Those cows live like kings yes. <laughs> and queens. So, And then we also have the organic cane sugar that comes from Terra Spice Marketplace. Mm -hmm. That is very high quality and so good. So it's just those three ingredients. Yes. Like, and, you know, we use the, the unsalted butter so that, um, you know, when you're, you can salt your caramel to your specifications, to your desires. Yes. Um, and then, so the ingredients are so important and sometimes it's hard for us to get certain ingredients. So we try to make sure we have plenty of everything fresh and on hand to make that product. And, but then the other important part, as you mentioned, is the recipe. Can you give us kind of a, a brief rundown of how you make this caramel? Because you can make this at home, but yes. it is so hard. And I know that from experience because <laughs> Nancy tried to make me make this. And after lots of tears and lots of wasted products, she realized <laughs> I'm better at not doing that. So then you came along and you can do it for us. And you make very large batches of this. You about Very. 60 some jars to a, to a pan. Yeah. So that's a lot. Yep. Um, so we start out with a very large, very thick bottomed pan, which is very important when doing something like this. Um, really helps spread out the heat on the bottom of the pan. And once that is very clean and everything is well sanitized, including the jars, that have to be dry and sanitized. Mm -hmm. um, we put the sugar and the water in first and let that slowly dissolve. 
for as long as it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's with the heat on. Yeah. Now you Very get low. different versions of caramel. Uh, this is one of the few things that I really learned when I was trying to do this. Uh, there, if you cook it long enough, you get something like hardtack, and it's just the this is going to be the consistency and like how chewy it is. Is that mainly? So the it's also the fat content gotcha. that is added into it. The more fat you add to the sugar, mm-hmm. the saucier it will be. Gotcha. Okay, and that's what ours is, is more of a sauce. Yes. Right. Okay. It's still pretty thick, though, too. Right. So when you almost have to warm it for mm-hmm. it to be able to be, like, pourable. Right. So we don't add any corn syrup or any other stabilizers of any type, anything to make it soft, right. per se, like what you would find in the grocery store. Well, we don't need all of that stuff anyway. Definitely ours, not. ours is better just the way it is. So, so you cook it to the temperature that you need. So, so you've got it all in the pan, you're warming it up, and, and then where do we go from there? So we let it go. Every single granule of sugar has to dissolve at a low temperature before you begin to add any of the other ingredients. Yeah, and this, you can't rush this process. No. And point where everything is dissolved, it will start to bubble. Mm-hmm. And it will especially start to bubble into the corners of the pan because it's a large rectangle and that's where the burners are. Mm-hmm. And in those corners is where the, the liquid will start to caramelize. So I have to take a whisk and move it slowly around to get that caramelization dispersed throughout the whole pan. Mm -hmm. And then once the whole pan is a constant color and it's to the shade where I believe it is best, um, that's when we begin to add the heavy cream. Mm -hmm. Which also has to be added in slowly, especially at the very beginning. Um, We let the cream sit out to come up to room temp for a while so it doesn't um, splatter all over the place. That really doesn't happen here. No. Uh, honestly, I cannot think of a time when that's ever happened because <laughs> you're so careful and, and precise with this. You're just, you know, that you've gotten to the point now where in this recipe where you're at the point where you really have to watch what you're doing. Um, so we're up to adding in this heavy cream and you get it, you get that all mixed in well. Yeah. And then and just adding in the butter. Yeah. And then right about then, like it's about two. And we've turned the heat off at this point. So everything's oh, yeah. starting to come way down. Yeah. Um, it's still about 220-ish mm-hmm. when you start to put in the butter. And after you slowly stir in the butter, it will be ready to go. And then it just has to be at least 200 degrees mm-hmm. when we pour it into the jars to make sure that the lids will seal properly. Yeah. So I am the master pourer, just in case anybody out there is wondering. But yes. I I can't make the caramel, but I can pour it in those jars. And so we pour it in the jars. We've got nice um, heat sealing lids. And then we take them over next door to get labeled. Yes. So... It's quite the process. It takes you, you know, majority of a, of a work day to do two whole pans. And that's cleaning up everything before and after and yeah. making sure that kitchen is nice and sanitized. So that's kind of your, 
one part of your home here at, at JQD is taking care of all of that. And you're so good at it. And we're so appreciative. And, and I know all of our customers are as well because they just keep us busy having to make that caramel multiple times a week. So we have the burnt caramel and it's wonderful. And then we started adding in some flavors. We do a dark chocolate uh, caramel sauce. We do a spicy dark chocolate. Now, what is special about the spicy dark chocolate? The spicy dark chocolate, we add in ghost pepper. Oh, yeah. And it is just a small amount, so you know it's there. It's not going to blow your socks off or anything, but... Blows my socks off. But then there's other people that come in and they say, well, I can't hardly taste it. Yeah. But meanwhile, my mouth is on fire. Can't, I can't even taste that. <laughs> but uh, those come from a local um, organization called Patriot Gardens. And they help supply us with that dried ghost pepper powder mm -hmm. that we use in the caramel sauce as well as our ghost pepper salt. Yes. Yes. They're a great organization. It's uh, Patriot Gardens here in West Virginia. And it uh, is helping veterans and servicemen and women here locally to... Uh, provide produce and local agriculture for the area and just create a more sustainable domestic security for our food source, um, which we just think is fantastic. They work a lot with several of the colleges and they work a lot with Department of Agriculture and it's just a really great group. We're very fortunate to be working with them. So that's the spicy dark chocolate caramel sauce. And then we also have the bourbon caramel sauce. So what's special about the bourbon caramel sauce that we make here on site as well? So the bourbon comes from a local distillery called Black Grab Distillery in Martinsburg, West Virginia. And we buy that locally also. And just add that right in. And it's that one is honestly a house favorite for my home. Um, my husband loves loves all things bourbon and so that goes well uh we sometimes do like a bourbon gift set bourbon themed gift set mm -hmm. at, at the holidays we have the bourbon caramel sauce we have the bourbon smoked salt um and then we have several other things bourbon syrups all kinds of things it's a very popular flavoring right now yes so these make wonderful gifts these caramel sauces um we have where you can purchase these online you can also Get them in a gift set. We do sweet and salty gift sets. So we have a one ounce jar of our finishing salt with a jar of our caramel sauce of your choice of flavor. Um, you can get a three and a half ounce and a caramel in a gift basket. You can also purchase whole cases, 12 units of the caramels online as well. And you can mix and match those flavors. And then you can also find this caramel sauce at most of the retailers that carry our products. So Abby, that's kind of your second thing that you do here is the wholesale, which you kind of mentioned. And so tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so we have about five to 600 wholesale accounts mm -hmm. throughout the United States. Um, that includes retail shops as well as restaurants. Most of the retail shops are either boutique type, um, culinary stores, a lot of gift shops. There's a lot of local 
places. We just got in with a lot of the uh, state parks here in West Virginia not too long ago, yeah. which was great. And all the gift shops. Mm -hmm. In addition to the retailers, we've also got a lot of restaurants, right, that are using, yes. using our salt and our caramel. So the caramel, not only can you do that in a 10-ounce jar, but you make one-gallon pails of that as well, one-gallon buckets. Mm -hmm. um, so what, would, what kind of restaurants or retailers would be interested in using something like that? Um, anything from like coffee shops, ice cream parlors, um, even pastry shops, bakeries, anything like that, where you may just want to have to skip that step of having to make the caramel and you can just buy it. And mm -hmm. there's not a lot of options to buy large amounts of caramel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And it just makes it so accessible for everyone. And one of the other questions I had for you, um, so if somebody wanted listening out there wanted to either get a hold of you for their retail shop, wanted to see what kind of products we have, or the restaurant, or they know somebody who owns a restaurant or a retail location and would like them to start carrying your products, thinks it would be a good fit, how can somebody get in touch with you? Yes, you can, can shoot me an email at orders at jqdsalt.com or you can give me a call here in Malden at 304-925-7918. Okay, so the wholesale catalog, um, you can send that out to folks who reach out to you and we update that four times a year and that's got all kinds of products not just our products but lots of other vendors tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that's in there yes so in our subscription box we are adding all of or most of those items to our wholesale catalog so everyone can give those out give those a try um, these are small uh, producers located throughout Appalachia and hopefully most of them you guys are going to get to hear about yes. via this podcast. Yes. <laughs> that was kind of kind of the point of starting this which is is great. So if you were interested in reaching out to Abby again her email address is orders o-r-d-e-r-s at jqdsalt.com and yeah, you have so you have all of these accounts you're taking care of. You're making the caramel. You're just a busy lady out here, and it's we're so thankful to have you as part of the team. It's just amazing. Well, thank you. So, um, I guess that's about all for today. Unless there's anything else that you can think of to tell these listeners about, and if they have any questions, we were hoping for some listener questions, but that's okay. We're still very new. But if you have listener questions, you can email those to me at Megan, M-E-G-A-N, at jqdsalt.com. So thank you, Abby, for being with us today and taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk caramel and wholesale sales. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And uh, you can find us on all of the social medias out there. We are on Facebook at JQD Salt. We are also on there as JQD Appalachian Mercantile. You can visit our gift shop online at jqdappalachianmercantile.com where you can find all of those great caramel sauces and gifts that we talked about today. You can find us as well on Twitter and Instagram and just reach out to us and let us know if you're listening. We're interested to know if anybody out there is 
is listening, having a good time, thinking of some questions. So hopefully we've got some more interviews lined up here and we'll be talking to you again next month. So that's all for now and thank you for listening. Join us next time as we talk to another great Appalachian producer and find out what it is that they do. This has been an episode of Salt of the Earth with Jakey Dickinson Saltworks. Original music by Carson Shannon. If you would like more information about J.Q. Dickinson or the guest host that you've heard on today's episode, please visit our website at jqdappalachianmercantile.com. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast landing page and be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.